Welcome to the Tag Your It podcast with your host, Jonathan Malave. It is our goal to encourage you to become the leader you were made to be and remind you that you have been created by God, for God, with a purpose. Hey guys, welcome back to the Tag Your It show. I'm your host, Jonathan Malave, with my lovely bride, Grace. Hey, hi, Grace. Hey, Grace. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We've been talking about being spiritually fit, um, the way we came up with that. Uh, covered that in the last podcast, but we'll recap a little bit of what we talked about. Uh, was, you know, just walking into the gym, realizing that we have to uh, work out different muscle groups if we're going to be um, fit. Um, you know, right. our whole body being fit, not just being strong in the upper body and having uh, twigs for legs, right? No, it doesn't uh, we, look good. No, not, not at all, not at all. And so we want to make sure that we're fit, um, completely fit in, in our physical body. Um, and it just made me think about spiritually how, you know, sometimes I feel that as just believers or even just as people, because what we're going to talk about is stuff that's going to help out, not just, I mean, Ultimately, we want everybody to be a Christian, right? Definitely. Like, we, we want everybody to be saved. Uh, but I think even if you're not saved, you can benefit from what we're going to talk about. But ultimately, you're going to benefit from salvation because it's, uh, it's a good thing to have. <laughs> yeah. And it's assuredness from God. It's promises he has for you regarding if you're Christian or not. You just have to receive it. And I think uh, once you do, you're, you will want to become a Christian. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. The, the promises of God are yes and amen, right? Uh, we serve a yeah. good God, not some God that's standing up in, in heaven waiting to strike us down with lightning uh, if we uh, slip up. But anyway, so let's let's get back to uh, so being spiritually fit for life. Um, when I hear that, what I'm thinking about is is winning. Yes, is winning at life, uh, being healthy um, in the spiritual world and, and, and things that we do. And there's some practical things we could do. Um, I want to um, just kind of talk about First Corinthians. Actually, I want to read First Corinthians chapter 9, verse 25 through 27. Uh, it says, Now every athlete who goes into training and competes in the game is disciplined and exercises self-control in all things. So let's talk about that real quick. Yes. You, you want to go ahead and just uh, well, jump just in? Some key important important words that, that, that is shared here is discipline and self-control. If, if you don't uh, include this in your plan or your goals, you won't go too far. Yeah, no, that's right. It's uh, it's about being intentional. Yes, it has uh, to be intentional. It's, it's being intentional and having goals. Is dis- discipline and self control for what? Yes. <laughs> you know, there ha- there has to be goals. Uh, so we'll continue reading. It says, uh, so we're talking about the athlete. What they do? It says they do it to win a crown that withers, but we do it to receive an imperishable crown that cannot wither. Therefore. I do not run without a definite goal. And there's that word, that goal thing. We yeah. got to have definite goals. We have to have goals. You got to know what you're doing. You got, again, I go back to we have to be intentional about our life, be intentional yes. about what we're doing. Um, what's your game plan? What's your short term? What's your long term goals? Yeah, they, she's spoken like a true HR rep. <laughs> <laughs> you have to have a plan. And uh, these verses are key and helpful for us. Yeah, we got we got to make sure that there's a plan in, in what we're doing and, and everything that we're doing. As a matter of fact, it says that discipline in all things. So when we talk about yeah. all things, what's all things? I mean, uh, what what are some things everything. you think of? I mean, we we discussed uh, uh, physical, um, our careers. Yeah, your career um, goals. Yeah. You know, uh, you got to discipline the family. Yeah, you know? correct, correct. 
Yeah, even I mean, you and I, I mean, of course, we're married and happily married, but that takes work, right? It, it does. takes it takes discipline. It, we, mm-hmm. You don't just accidentally walk into a happy marriage. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> that's not how that works. You have right? to walk through some stuff to get to a happy marriage. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And you also have to work through some stuff, and work right? Through some so, stuff, yeah. so you, you're walking through, and but you're also yeah. working through some stuff uh, in order to have a happy marriage. You know, I, I hear a lot of people. I, I guess we're talking a little bit about marriage here it, yeah. it most certainly applies and and being spiritually fit but i hear a lot of people say things you know happy wife happy life and and they put it all on you know making sure that the wife is happy uh but i, I like the other term that i've heard was happy spouse happy house yes which i, I believe that's uh actually a more well-rounded uh thought process and a, and a better uh philosophy when it comes to marriage when it comes to you know especially relationships yeah because when you're disciplined and you have that self-control, you react better. Yeah. Especially with the self-control. Yeah. You, know, you process what you're about to do, react, and say. You know, I'm glad you said that. I want to jump to something real quick. We're going to come back to this verse, but there, there's a there's a verse uh, that, well, there, there are a couple of things I want to get to. But one of the things, Stephen Covey, he wrote the book. It's a really great book. It's uh, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, right? Yes. That's one of my favorite books. I think I read it like, I don't know. A couple times? A few times. Yeah. about Probably about five or six times, honestly. Uh, but one of the things that, that I like that he says is seek first to understand. Um, so actually, I'm going to go a little bit backwards mm-hmm. here. Let's let's go backwards. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm jumping around here, but please just follow me. All right. So. We're talking about being spiritually fit. We were talking about how there are muscles that we need to work out uh, when you're you're going to have a fit life, as, you know, in the physical. And I believe that in the spiritual, you got to be able to do the same thing. And so in First Timothy, chapter four, verse 12, uh, we got the Apostle Paul talking to Timothy. He's a young he's a young man. And he tells him this. He says, let no one look down on you because of your youth. But be an example and set a pattern for the believers. And then he gives them five areas that I believe are uh, critical in our in our spiritually fit lives. He tells them five things. And he says, be an example to believers in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, and in moral purity. And so today I just want us to focus a little bit on speech and, and the important. Yeah, right. I mean, like mm-hmm. that's a big part of what we do, right? Yes. Uh, uh, co- communication, communication, communication. <laughs> we're, you know, we're, we're constantly talking. What, what are yeah. some different ways that we, that we communicate? Uh, you know, you want to throw, throw that out and, and... Uh, we communicate with a phone, we text message and we contact, yeah. we connect with social media and stuff. That, yeah. That's that's exactly correct. That's exactly correct. So when, you know, when Paul is telling Timothy here, be, uh, you know, be a, uh, an example in speech, it goes beyond just our words that we say, but it also what we're putting out on via text message, yeah. uh, via our social media accounts. Um, that's also us communicating and speaking. And so in order to be an example in those things, the first thing we need to be able to do is know what it is that we're putting in. Yes. You know, so whether we believe it or not, uh, speech has a lot to do with listening. Yes, it, it has does. a lot to do with, with listening and paying attention. Uh, and so I want to jump. There's a verse in Proverbs. I'm going to find it here. I'm going to find it. It's so good. Let me let me get it here. And Ms. Grace, you can jump in anytime you want. Uh, no, before. and just like you were sharing, it's an opportunity. To me, it's an opportunity to be a light. Anywhere I go, anything I do, um, it's I always have an opportunity to be the light. 
to be an example, to uh, to share God's love and for God to use me. So it, my response to uh, a message on social media or a text message or an email at work or a call or, or seeing someone face to face, I don't have much trouble with uh, uh, evaluating what I'm going to say because I guess I have a good heart, but <laughs> uh, uh, at times, I, I guess maybe if someone frustrates you or something, you might have to evaluate things before you, you say it because you, you want to be the light, even in tough times. Yeah. You want to make a difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, ultimately, I, I think when, you know, when we're here being an example in speech and setting a pattern, it really is everything that we say should be reflecting Christ. Yes. It should be reflecting our moral values. It should be re- reflecting our beliefs. Uh, it should be reflecting who we are as as people. And as a matter of fact, not only should it be reflecting, but it the words that come out of our mouths mm-hmm. are indicators of our heart condition. Yes. You know, the Bible says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Now, the problem that I, that I find with a lot of people is that they don't realize that there are some areas in their heart that is hurting, uh, yeah. that, that's gone through some tough stuff. And, and so uh, I remember there was a, a, a while back. This is kind of a funny story. It's funny now. Okay. <laughs> you have no clue what I'm going to no, say right no now, clue. right? Uh, okay. So the story goes like this. Well, we, you know, we were out, in, out and about with the kids and I wanted to go visit my mom. And, uh, you know, I don't remember what happened. I guess we got some sort of argument about something stupid. All mm-hmm. our arguments. I want you to know most <laughs> of our arguments are absolutely stupid. Like, 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 who left the toilet seat up? <laughs> yeah, you, you didn't park right. You're, you parked on the line, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's right. You're, you're taking too much room on the, on the driveway, you know? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> that type of stuff. Uh, but anyhow, we let it escalate, you know, which we shouldn't have. We probably should have a whole series on that. Yes. Uh, but so, you know, we was going to go there. And, you know, my lovely bride. She just mentioned, you know, I don't feel like going anywhere. I just want to go home. You remember this story now? I don't. She does it. No, no worries. Good. You know, she, that's a good example for <laughs> forgetting and forgiving uh, and all that good stuff. Uh, so I said, okay, we're going to go home. And so we start driving. I, 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 go, I get all the way home. And when we get home, my daughter's in the back. She says, I thought we were going to grandma's house. And I said, yeah, we are. I'm just dropping your mother off. <laughs> oh, okay. I remember that day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought you would. <laughs> I thought you would. Uh, and the reason, uh, you know, that, that first of all, yeah. don't ever do that. All the men that are out there that are <laughs> yeah. listening to this, do not do that. That is not setting an yeah. example what and I just told you. it was something out of frustration. It was not that I did not want to see my wonderful mother-in-law. Correct, that was correct. not the case. No, right, right, right. It was uh, frustration out of each other where yeah, it, 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 well, I it's hard. space. It's hard to go visit people when when yeah. we have, uh, you know, if you will, some type of friction going on, right? right you can yeah. walk into somebody's house with all that baggage. It uh, makes things difficult. And so I remember doing that, and, you know, immediately I knew I was wrong. Uh, but what I didn't know was that there was some deep-seated things that I had seen in my childhood uh, from women that had a very strong... Um, I'm not going to use the well, maybe I guess manipulative yeah. way of being that the husbands were always submissive to the women, and I refused. I didn't even realize in my own, you know, in my own subconscious, I was refusing to be that way. So the minute I said, "No, I'm going out with the kids," mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and so I had to acknowledge that there were some things in my heart that I had to change. And had I not acknowledged that, I probably would have continued acting in a way that was irrational. 
honestly, yes. and thought that I was okay with that. You know, so looking into your heart, um, looking at what you're going through um, and what you've been through is going to help you yes. uh, change who you are. You know, um, and is acknowledging those faulty areas in your life. And I want to just take this opportunity to talk to the young ones who, you know, the the young adults that are single and and uh, you know your your life is. I don't want to say it's beginning, but you're transitioning into um, just a new um, chapter in your life. Yeah, it's the new. Uh, yeah. You know, you you just want to prepare for your future and uh, don't grab baggages that are going to hold you down or or slow you down or scar you in life because it can. Like I said, scar you, and it can uh, it can be hard when you meet your your future uh, loved one or your spouse or yeah. um, even in your in your career, it, it, something can can just hinder you to where you have a hard time trusting. Yeah, yeah, for, for sure. That's um those those are things that you know sometimes we hold on to things. Yeah, uh, and 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 a lot of times, rightfully so, because you've been hurt. You know, yes. I I've used this this term. Many of you may have heard it. Uh, when we were kids, if someone was being mean or was bullying, we would say, well, you know, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words would never hurt me, right? And that <laughs> yeah. was like one of the one of the cool, you know, oh, yeah, I got them back. Uh, but the truth of the matter is that uh, sticks and stones, they, they may break your bones, but words, words can leave a lifelong impact on you, whether they're good or bad. We don't want to just uh, harp on, you know, harsh words or hear, having your heart broken. There are also people that build you up and learn how to do that. Mm-hmm. And that's the type of people we want you to be someone that yes. sets themselves as an example in speech. Um, but one of those things I, I really want to get to this is in Proverbs 18 verse 13 is the verse I was looking for earlier. It says, he who answers before he hears the facts, it is folly and shame to him. What's that mean, Pastor Jonathan? I, what I, I, does it mean? <laughs> I'm glad you asked, Grace. <laughs> <laughs> what that means is seek first to understand. Remember, I was talking about uh, Stephen Covey and, yeah. and uh, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Uh, what that is telling us is that a lot of times the reason that we have arguments or we feel bad is because of usually it's just a misunderstanding. Misunderstanding. And the reason that we have misunderstandings is because we have answers before we finish hearing what the other person had to say. You do. Yeah, yeah well, not <laughs> we as in me no, and I'm you. Kidding, yeah. All right, I'm going to have to turn this off so that we can uh, settle this thing real quick. We'll be right back after. <laughs> no, no, yeah, I'm hearing you. Uh, yeah, yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> No, but but honestly, you know, to, to, to be truthful, if we're all mm-hmm. truthful, I think every one of us go through that where we already have the de- have a predetermined answer before we ever seek to understand what the person we're talking to uh, has to say. And so we already think we know what they're going to say. So we have an answer or a comeback. And then we reply without having all the facts, without having everything. And what it ends up doing, it causes awkwardness. I mean, it can, yes. you know, misunderstanding causes awkwardness. It causes uh, stress in relationships. And yeah. I'm not just talking about marriage. You know, we're talking, you know, mother, mother, workplace. son, workplace. Yeah. yeah, especially in a workplace environment, Definitely. right? Mm-hmm. I mean, your boss could be telling you one thing and, and you're thinking he's saying something completely different. Uh, so it's being able that, to, to be good listeners uh, in, in our speech. Um, another thing is being good communicators. Yes. Um, it's being clear, right? We, you want to make sure you're, good point. You're, yes. you're, you're being clear in what you're saying, not just... Uh, assuming that they understood what you said. That's right. <laughs> very crucial, very important. You know, it, it's like telling a kid, hey, I need you to go sweep up, 
uh, well, they'll sweep, but they won't pick up the mess that's on the ground. Why? You had to be able to tell them, hey, I need you yeah. to sweep and then pick up the mess. Yes. Uh, so those, those are things that we want to make sure that we're doing. You got something you want to share? No, keep uh, going. All right. Yeah. So, um, you know, so those are things that we want to make sure we're looking at. And as a matter of fact, that great communication uh, part, there's a there's a scripture right here. First Corinthians chapter 14, verse eight through nine. It says, if the trumpet makes an uncertain sound, who will be prepared for battle? So likewise, you, unless you utter the tongue word or, or by the tongue words easy to understand, how will it be known what is spoken? For you will be speaking into the air. What we're talking about is using words that are simplified enough for others to understand what we're talking about. Yes. You know, it's, it's going beyond. Uh, yeah, maybe you can use big words. That's great. And if you're speaking to people that are in the same uh, intellectual vocabulary as you, then perfectly fine. Go ahead and do so. But know that uh, just just simplify things. Right. You ever heard yes. of the kiss method? Uh, yes, I did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We we're talking about uh, keeping it simple. Yes. Yeah, I'm just keeping one S because the other S is well. I'll tell you what it is. Just keep it simple, stupid. Is what. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Is what we say. You know, when I worked in the engineering field, uh, that's one of the terms that we would use all the time. Is keep it simple, stupid, uh, <laughs> and it's really just reminding us to to not over. Uh, how can I say? Just don't overkill things. Don't don't, yeah. don't over explain. Just keep it simple. Uh, you know, make sure that what you're saying is communicated properly. Um, yes. You know, one of the practices that I learned is when you communicate, especially instruction to someone, ask them to repeat what you said. Yeah. Uh, and so what ends up happening is you're able to, um, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, well, you're so you able can clarify uh, well, yeah. the notes or or what's being repeated to confirm. You know, did you get that right measurement? Yeah, correct, correct. So you're you're able to avoid yes. a problem down the line because now you're both on the same page. Uh, you should never leave what you're saying or what you're trying to communicate open to interpretation. Correct. <laughs> yes. You know, uh, uh, I know. Um, we there's a uh, there's always that men and women thing right yeah, where uh, they be, we believe that uh, men are pretty simple uh, and women are absolutely awesome and so <laughs> <laughs> women don't keep it simple <laughs> not not very often and that's not good <laughs> I mean that's good very detailed a lot of times uh, and really think things through especially I know you do and that helps me a lot because there's times mm -hmm. I'm ready to just roll with something and then you know you're you're analytical about yeah. a, a lot of things and a lot of times it's helped me um avoid disaster as well and that's you know we're, we're talking about being spiritually fit and it just remind that's exactly right as we're talking i'm thinking about okay how can we do that how can we improve ourselves spiritually um are we healthy spiritually what do i need to evaluate is there something i need to work on do i need to spend more alone time with god do i need to read more of the Bible? Do I need to um, to shine uh, more for God? You know, am I lacking something? How am I doing spiritually? Am I checking up on myself or am I just constantly serving and serving and serving? Yeah. Um, so, and that's me. I'm a planner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, you're, you're right. It's, uh, it's well, again, you go back to, to being intentional. Being and, intentional. And okay, setting goals of what, where you want it to be. work, you have to have a game plan. And that that's usually me... Uh, Right before I decide to get into my fitness journey, which hopefully uh, my last time I did this was in December, uh, where I had to 
take a week to get mentally prepared, get a game plan before I even started touching the menus or deciding when to start going to the gym. But I had to get ready uh, mentally. Uh, yeah. So, you know what? Uh, you, you said the menus. So for you guys that, that don't know this, my, my awesome wife, she meal preps. I meal preps. And so <laughs> every Sunday after church, we know we usually have a huge lunch. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm blessed to where she lets me take a huge nap right after. <laughs> and by the time I wake up in the afternoon, she's already got pots and pans and Tupperwares out and all types of stuff, all types of meals ready for the week. Uh, and I look like, uh, not look like, I know I, I, I do. I have the most awesome wife in the world when I show up to work and I got my little containers with, you know, uh, uh, chicken and broccoli and, and all that stuff. They're like, man, Jonathan's wife, is re- she really takes care of that man. Oh. And, and she absolutely does. But she's intentional about that because yes. what... You know me, right? What happens if I don't bring lunch if to work? If you don't bring lunch, if you don't plan, you're going to eat out. I'm going to eat out. And I'm going to buy... Am I going to order a salad? No, you're going to go to Popeye's and get why, you a sandwich. Why am I not going to get a salad? Because it's not delicious for lunch. It's not delicious for lunch. And you're paying and, for it. And I refuse to pay that much money for a salad. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't paying $12 for no salad. No, we need the two for two cheeseburgers. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's exactly right. Anyway, let's let's get back <laughs> let's to, get to, back. to the important stuff. Uh, so we want to make sure that, you know, when that our speech is actually guiding us and leading us in the right direction. Now, remember what you say, what I say actually has an impact not only on those that are hearing or not only on the ears that it's falling upon, but also has an impact on the one that's speaking it. Yes. So right. when I say something, you know, whether it's negative or positive, it's going to have that type of effect on the person I'm speaking to as well as on myself. Okay. So, I'm, I mean, we talk about, you know, the word of God says that the, the power of life and death lie in, in, in the power of the tongue. The tongue yes. You know, so what we speak, we can literally be speaking death upon ourselves or upon people when we say things like, you know, I just can't stand you or. Or, you know, just yeah. th- all those Be things. Be very that we mindful of what you say, even if it's a joke. Yeah, that's right. You that's know, right. You're killing me. It's like I've, I've heard yeah. people say that. You're, you know? you're killing me smiles, right? Real you're popular. You're going to be the death of me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're going to be the death of me. And sure enough, then people, anyway. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but but for sure, you want to make sure that your speech is something. Yes. Um, you know, there's a quote that I, that I heard uh, that I absolutely love. It says, "Lord, let my words be sweet today, because I might have to eat them tomorrow." Um, and verse. and that's uh, you know, it's, well, it's not a verse; it's a, it's a, it's a quote. It's a quote. Okay. It's a quote. But um, you know, there there is a verse that talks about our words being sweet like a honeycomb. That's what I was thinking. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's I knew that. I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so we got to make sure that. If anybody's ever going to accuse us of saying anything, they're going to make sure they're accused of always speaking up about people, yes. always building people up and not tearing people down. And in the same process, building ourselves up. I think, man, there's so much to cover here because before you can build others up, you need to be assured of who you are. That's right. You need yeah. to know who, who you are in Christ. And the only way you can find out who you are, and like, like I just said, is in Christ. In He's Christ. the one that created you. You know, we call this, this is the Tag Your It Show. And our, you know, one of our phrases, one of our terms is you have been created by God for God with a purpose. Until you know who your creator is, until you come to the realization that 
Christ made you, that Christ um, knit you uh, and wove and, and wove you uh, and put you together in the womb of your mother. And he knew you even before then. Until you come to that realization, you will be roaming this world without an identity, without a purpose, without really knowing your will in, in life uh, or, or, or your purpose in life, shall I say, and God's will for your life. And you'll, I mean, there are people that have high positions. Yeah, you're going to search I mean, and you're just going to feel like something is missing. What is it? That's exactly exactly right. Or there there are people that I mean you want something that someone has. How, how many times have have you and I John yeah. been confronted with people? What is it that you guys have? Yeah, it's this That's right. It's that's this right. joy and they don't say happiness, they say joy. Yeah. And uh, I think they catch themselves and they they know what it is. Yeah, and and you know a lot of people don't like to hear our answer. Our, our answer is always what? It's God. It's God. Our it's answer God. is always he's, he's God. First in our life is what we tell him. He, he is absolutely number one. Yeah, absolutely number one. And until you identify that, you're going to have a void in your in your heart and in, in yourself, yeah. and you're going to keep searching and searching. You're going to want to keep getting promoted. You're going to want to. You're never going to be satisfied. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. It's it's recognizing that we are all in need of a savior. Yes. Uh, and there's only one savior. I'm here to tell you today there's only one savior. His name is Jesus Christ. Uh, he's your comfort, he is your rock, he is everything you will ever need. As a matter of fact, Jesus Christ, he he quoted uh we were talking about the heart condition earlier, right? We we're talking yes. about having a broken heart and and you know, so out of the condition of your heart is what your mouth will speak. So if your heart is broken, you're going to be speaking your your, your speech is going to be broken. Yeah. If your heart is whole, your speech will be whole. If your heart is bitter, you'll be speaking bitter words. If your yes, heart is, right. is, is full of joy, you'll be speaking joyful words. You'll be that type of person. Um, and so we're talking about the brokenhearted. Uh, Jesus Christ, actually, he quotes uh, what Isaiah says. He goes, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has anointed me to preach the good news to the poor. And then he says, and to preach to the brokenhearted, to restore the brokenhearted or to mend the brokenhearted. So... You know, if if you're listening to us today and man, you've you've been hurt by harsh words, uh, someone in your past or maybe even just recently use some words that really hurt you. You know, maybe the sticks and stones uh, thing uh, that that's something that comes to mind. But you realize that these words, they have cut you deep. They have they have really uh, caused pain in your life and caused you to cause your life to take a, a turn in, in a direction that you're not too crazy about. Uh, I want you to know that Christ is here for you. And this, he, he, one of the reasons he came was to mend that broken heart. He came to restore that which was broken. He came to, to mend it and just make you, make you whole in him. Uh, you know, we could go on forever. Yes. Uh, here, um, hopefully you got something out of it. I don't want to, I hope we didn't no, sound like. No, not at all. And, and know that, know that you have God and, and you have John and I. Yeah, that's you know, right. You have us. That's and, right. And, um, um, you know how to reach us. If, yeah. Uh, if you know us and if you don't, um, you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We um, yeah, well, I'll give my my voicemail, my email. Uh, what what do you call that? Email, right? Yeah. Email. So you can reach us at John Grace. That's J O N G R A C E. Yes. Malave M A L A V E at A O L dot com. com. Yes, A O L. We us. are old, so I'm gonna repeat that. It's John <laughs> Grace Malave at A O L dot com. We are not that old. Our email is okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, be spiritually fit. Grace, yes. you got any closing remarks you'd like to say? Just, just uh, you know, aim to accomplish it, you know? That's good. That's good. 
Aim, aim to win. Aim to aim win. Aim to win. Train like that fighter yeah. uh, in First Corinthians. Uh, train like that fighter, not not just throwing punches to the wind, but but picking a target and hitting that bad boy with all you got. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, we love you guys. Remember, tag your it. Bye bye. God bless.